On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks get a bounce back win against the New Orleans Pelicans and Luka Doncic sets the tone. Are the Mavs back? Are they back? Everything's fine. Everything is perfect. And uh, and yeah. This is a positive world. <laughs> On today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Vibes are immaculate. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com. The three-point shooting son. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All the Mavs are back. They're fully back. They're back. The, the not, some would even say that they're not boring. They Bull were exciting. <laughs> Bull Bunny's back. <laughs> they were an exciting team. But you know what? I want to start off with something not about the game. Shout out to all the people today. Oh, it was amazing. Who tweeted at us that listened to the pod through Spotify. Now, listen, I get it that a lot of you guys watch on YouTube. Um, you listen on you. Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Uh, we could go all day that a lot of you guys listen on. I listen to my podcast on Overcast. Mm. Um, shout out to you guys. But a lot of you listen on Spotify. And so many of you, should we do it now? Should we give some shout outs or <laughs> should we save it to the end? We're saving the shout outs. I'm going to give one shout out at the beginning, but we'll say there's too many of to do, to do it right now. But there's That's one true. guy. It'd be the whole uh, first segment. Tubby. Manny at Manny Maine oh, is, is the leader in the clubhouse right now. <laughs> Locked on Mavs was his number one podcast, his top podcast of the year on his Spotify wrapped. He listened to 258 episodes. Guys, we've dropped 276 episodes <laughs> on the year. So that's only 18 that my boy Tubby or Manny has missed. And he listened to 12,717 minutes of us on Spotify. That math that's the equals, leader in the clubhouse right equals now. eight days and eight hours <laughs> that if you just push play on the first pod on January 1st and we would all not of, shut up for eight days. I think clearly he has listened to us more than our wives have listened to us <laughs> about anything. <laughs> There's no way my wife has listened to me for, for 12,000 minutes this year. There's no way. No and we've both earth. been together with our spouses for like 10 years, right? Like overall yeah. with dating and all that. Yeah, there's no way on earth. No, there's no way. <laughs> all right, let's get into the game. The Dallas Mavericks get the win over the New Orleans Pelicans. A massive uh, victory, a bounce back win for the Mavs, 139 to 107. Now, we're going to say a lot of really positive things about the Mavs today. If you want to be negative, today is not the day. You <laughs> just climb back into uh, the cave. This Pelicans team is not good. <laughs> Whoa! Bye, I'm, bye I'm, Nick. I'm just qualifying. I would it. never say that. I'm qualifying it at the beginning. But <laughs> I would never say this. Pelicans the Mavs team is did bad. need one of these games, and they took advantage. They took care of business. They've been doing this against teams that are bad. They've been taking care of business, and the reason why they did it in this game was Luka Doncic. He set the tone. He came in first quarter. Luka Doncic, 18 points, six assists, seven of eight from the field, two of three from three. So that means he hit all of his twos. He had uh, the six assists accounted for 13 points. He had assists to five different Mavericks, and he was responsible for 31 of the Mavs' 41 points, if you include the the points and the assists. And the and two of those other 10 points that Luka didn't account for were 
off of and ones from Porzingis and, and Dwight Powell that uh, were passes from Luca. So like, how many assists did he have in the first quarter? Six. Six assists. So post game happens uh, just a little bit ago, and Porzingis is asked just about the game. He wasn't even asked sp- specifically about Luka Doncic. He starts off his whole post game presser and answer by saying. Man, it starts with Luke, like Luca had an incredible game, praising Luca, praising Luca and like getting the ball, you know, shared around and, you know, the players, the team and everything. Those six assists on top of Luca's performance, it literally, I mean, you, you tweeted after the game, it, it set the tone. You said it in your locked on now. If you guys are not, you know, subscribed to locked on, you know, podcast network, the actual, the league wide one, is it locked on NBA? Locked on NBA YouTube there channel. You go. Then you need to, you know, you need to follow that on Twitter because you get these instant recaps to all the games. And Nick does such an incredible job recapping the Mavs games uh, right after they happen. And you, you know, you said it in that like Luca set the tone for the t- entire team, and he did. And Luca, I mean, Porzingis praised him after the game in that. So I mean, they scored forty-one points in the first quarter. They scored forty-one points in the first half on Monday night against the Cavs. <laughs> so I mean, it was it was an incredible first quarter. <laughs> Incredible. So, so what was the difference? Um, what was they the difference shots. in this game? They hit shots. It, it really does come down to this. We spent almost all of yesterday talking about how the three-point shots changed so much. Jason Kidd had the, the quote after the Cavs game of, our th- when our threes don't go down, we don't play transition defense, then we don't play half-court defense and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it just changes the way that this team plays when they're hitting shots. The Mavericks changed the starting lineup. We'll talk about that in a little bit and why that was was a big change. But those guys that started, started hitting threes. Changed the way they play defense. Changed the way that they got out in transition. And then all of a sudden, the Mavericks are hitting threes. And not only are they scoring points off the threes, but the countenance of the team changes. All of a sudden, they just, be, they just look like a different team. Then, on top of that, the stuff around the rim starts opening up. Porzingis finished the game. With, uh, what did he finish with? 20 points, right? Yeah, 20 points. He was 9 of 15 from the field, and he missed five threes. So everything around the basket was going well for Porzingis. And he had a couple of alley-oops. He had a couple of putbacks. Like, everything was going well for him around the rim because the Mavs were spacing the floor. It all, it for this team, Jason Jason Kidd all offseason was like, we don't want to live and die by the three. Well, guess what? <laughs> Here we are, living and dying by the three again. They finished tonight with, what, 139 points. <laughs> and they attempted 34 threes. They hit 18 of them. We so, haven't mentioned 68.7% from the field. Franchise record. The highest oh field gosh. goal percentage in franchise history. Mark Fowell tweeted that out. 70% from the field in the first half. I'm like, what is going on with this team? And, you know, they had 32 points in the paint at the end of the first half. And it's just that it was a testament that they were getting to the rim at ease. They were hitting, I mean, 53% from, you know, behind the arc tonight with 18 threes. Lucas set the tone with it, but man, everybody else was hitting shots too. I mean, Reggie yeah. Bullock, you know, we were talk- we'll talk about the starting lineup stuff, but Reggie Bullock tonight hit a couple threes. That first three hit in the first quarter. How proud were you? Like, oh, I was the like, Bullock Thank brigade, you. the, the Bullock band you. was ready. We were in it. Yes. Uh, I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. <laughs> We need the Jason Kidd December clip. You know what? He only played 18 minutes in this game. Remember when I asked that comment? It was 17 minutes that he he was playing. Ooh, he, he only played sub- 18 minutes in this game. He should have subtweeted. I apologize that you felt that he should have played more. 
It's still funny. You should have asked a question. Like, hey, uh, hey, Jason, I know what did you the, see from Reggie. Blocks? I know Reggie started tonight, tonight. but uh, <laughs> you know, any reason he just played eighteen? Yeah. What did you see from his eighteen minutes tonight? His his just eighteen minutes. Just, yeah, just like that. Uh, but yeah. They hit their threes, and it yeah. changes everything. Luka has 14 assists. We've been waiting for this, this game for the Mavericks to hit a bunch of threes. Luka to rack up all the assists because they're getting these open shots. We said it yesterday. The Mavericks are – these are not bad shooters taking bad shots. These are these are historically good shooters taking wide open shots and just missing them. Uh, I think every player was asked, what's the difference between a game where the Mavs miss a bunch of threes and then, the, and then a game like tonight where the Mavericks hit all their threes? I think every one of them said something along the lines of, you know, Kid, Porzingis, Tim Hardaway, and Luca said something along the lines of, nothing different. It's just make or miss league, basically. Sometimes, some nights the shots go in, some nights they don't. And for a while there, none of the shots were going in for the Mavericks. And this game they did, and it changed everything. Bobby tweeted after the game, Bobby Crawl, Mavs.com. <laughs> he said, with this shooting performance tonight, the Mavericks jumped from on their three point percentage as a team. 21st in the league at 33%. They moved up to 34% as a, as a team, which moved them up to 17th in the league. They jumped up four spots <laughs> in three-point percentage, you know, league-wide after tonight. But it, it just goes to show you, like, on yesterday's pod, we went through ways this team can get better. And we ranked, like, the importance or how much we're worried about these different things. Secondary creator, big man, shooting right now, all this stuff. Shooting was at the bottom of the list because we we rattled off the shooting percentages of these guys last season. Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown, these guys that shot 40, 40% to 44%, basically. There was, like, five of these dudes on the team right now that they're all shooting beneath 40% right now. And it's like, it's just a matter of time. Like, a lot of these shots, they're getting, the stats show you that they're getting the open shots. They're just not going down. So it's just a matter of time. Now watch, they'll go like two for 20 on three, you know, tomorrow in the first half. But it's like, that's the, they can make shots. These are good shooters on this team. Absolutely. Coming up, let's talk about the starting lineup. Why did Jason Kidd make the move? Why did he put Dwight Powell back in, put Moses Brown's butt back on the bench and, uh, and put Tim Hardaway on the bench as well? We'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Shopify. Shopify is uh, your all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify's POS or point-of-sales app and accompanying hardware. So go check out Shopify. You can scale your business. It's a journey of endless possibility. Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. We love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to across the globe. It, Shopify right now powers over 1.7 million businesses. It's working for all of them. That's Try it lot. yourself. Go to shopify.com slash NBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. If you have a business, go check it out. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com dot com slash locked on nba right now that's all lowercase shopify.com slash locked on nba also want to tell you about true bill do you know why free trials renew without your consent it's a business scam that they're trying to come out and get you true bill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need want or simply forgot about on average people save up to 720 dollars a year with true bill so you can get true bill right now and if you don't if you say well i don't have any 
I don't have any subscriptions that I don't know about. I, I, I got everything under control. I figured it out. Truebill can also help you negotiate the prices of the subscriptions you have right now. So go check it out. Go try Truebill. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Again, Truebill.com slash NBA. All right, Isaac Harris. Jason Kidd changed the starting lineup for the Dallas Mavericks once again. We've been waiting for him to do this. It seems like the you know 17, you know 19, 20 game mark was when he decided. All right, I'm, I'm I need to change something up about this. Finally. How many starting lineups have we got? Do we know that? Well, there's been some injuries, so I think that has that's affected things. So if you want to go, if, if you're looking it up based on how many times Kidd has changed it or how many times he had to change it, I think. Well, I just think in in total, I, I'd be fascinated to know that number. I mean, people probably know it by now, but. It's also the testament to one of the things we kind of threw out about on yesterday's pod of seven. Really? Is that it? Yeah. Hmm. I thought it'd be more. Never mind. No, because th- I mean, they started that Luca, Hardaway, Dorian, Porzingis, Powell lineup for a lot. Like there's a lot. And then when Luca was out, it was Brunson instead of instead of Luca. So that, that's essentially this. I'm going I'm to count that as the same lineup. So that's even six if you just want to count it as that. Um, yeah. But all they've done is they've tried, you know, and they also did the one without Porzingis where they put in, you know, Bullock instead of Porzingis. So they really haven't tried a lot of different iterations of the starting lineup. There's just been a couple injuries and the Mavs have had to put different people in. Uh, but the, really the only change he's made was Willie Colley-Stein for Dwight and then, you know, Moses for Willie Colley-Stein when he was out. And then now this one. And so this starting lineup was Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, Dorian Finney-Smith, Dwight Powell, and Reggie Bullock. Dwight Powell getting back into the lineup. And Reggie Bullock starting. What was the di- what was the difference, and why do you think Kid made a change? Oh, man, I I was I was shocked that he he switched out Reggie for Tim um, for a couple different reasons. One, I think it was pretty evident early on when they re-signed Tim. Tim was pretty happy of hey getting the starting role, and that I think Jason Kidd even talked about that in the first part of the season. That you know he talked with Tim about being the starter. Tim likes being the starter. He was clear about that last year. Yep. But even when he got benched last year, it was you know he was so professional about it. He understood. He's like, dude, I, I get it. I've been in this league for a while, and so I was surprised that you know 19 games in, or the 20 game mark, that that switch was made, especially because Reggie Bullock shooting slump. I mean, he's what 27 percent from three going into this game, and it's like, all right. But I mean, what a confidence booster for somebody like Reggie too. Like I, I kind of liked it when I seen it. I kind of liked it because I'm like, you know what? That's Jason Kidd saying, "I believe in you. You are not this player over these first 19 games of the season. I'm not going to bury you. I'm going to promote you and say I want to put you into the lineup and say I'm gonna. I want you to start hitting shots. Like I'm gonna give you some confidence, a little confidence boost here. So now I don't know. Like if Tim this starts this game, do they blow out the Pelicans? Probably, but still, this was like Reggie Bullock starting. It had to give him some confidence. He he hit a couple threes in this game, and I like that move by Jason Kidd. And they're different threes, right? Because he's getting threes from Luca. Those three, those threes get you paid, right? And it's a, it's yeah. even more wide open threes because of the space that Luca brings. If you guys remember, Luke Isaac just mentioned this last year. Tim started the first. Let's see, he started the first. Let's. Uh, 18 he started the first like 17 of the first 20 games he was out for one of them so that one doesn't count but he didn't start for two but he started 17 of the first 20 games and the 20 game mark last season do you remember what the Mavericks record was no I don't eight and 12 
Woo! Remember, it was this awful start to the year. Porzingis hadn't hadn't really gotten going because he started the year late. The Mavericks were not playing well, and that's when Carlisle decided to change the lineup. It's this we're doing the same thing again, except for the Mavericks' record is better this year, right? What are we, le- eleven and nine? Um, <laughs> eleven and nine. Now they're they're eight and twelve last year, so it's the same script as last year. The Mavericks weren't weren't doing well. They needed to change. They decided to, to put Tim and you know on the bench, and then. Tim basically sat the bench until the, the the rest of the season, until the last eight games of the year, and then he started all the playoff games too. So are we doing the same exact thing again? I, I think that they needed some defense in the starting lineup. They needed a little bit. They needed those two guys, and it, it was against the Pelicans. The Mavericks were shooting incredibly well. Luka was was on a heater. Like there's just You can't take a ton away from, all right, this was the answer, and this is the reason why this starting lineup worked. You can't really take a lot from this game. But if I'm going to try to guess why they made that change, it's because – the bench needed some more scoring, right? Especially if Brunson's not going and Luca is off the floor, where's offense coming from? It's it's just Brunson and, and Burke. And sometimes if Brunson's not going, then you, you're just sunk. And so Tim brings a little bit more offense off the bench. Bullock can bring some more defense onto the starting unit because that unit was really struggling defensively. Yeah. And then Dwight Powell, we saw what Moses Brown did, and maybe that's enough for J- for Jason Kidd to say, well, he got destroyed by Jared Allen, and so we don't want to put him against Jonas Valanciunas. Fair, <laughs> right? Like, that, <laughs> yeah. That's a fair move by, by Jason Kidd. And so then he decided to put Dwight Powell in, and what they did was they had KP come over and help on Jonas a lot. Jonas was only one of eight in this game, and yeah. he, he didn't hit any threes, even though he was the NBA's leading three-point shooter coming, <laughs> coming into the game. But uh, they did really well on him, and it worked. No, you made you made a good point with the bench unit there. How many? I mean, we we just heard we've referenced this multiple times, but we just heard KP what a few weeks ago talking about when when Luca was out of, you know, it was post game. It was we run a pick and roll so much, you know, with Brunson and I. You know, if Brunson doesn't have the shot, we can't get a quick post up for me. Then we're kind of just out there, just kind of standing around trying to figure it out. Well, that's basically the bench unit, right? Because they run KP with Brunson and them a decent amount. Well, now you add Tim to that bench unit. Well, now you got another option of offense where it's not just a pick and roll. If no one's there, everybody's just standing around. Now you have three three points of offense with the bench unit when Luca's off the floor because when Luca's on the floor, everything's running through Luca. So it, I it think it's a natural thing of hey, let's just it's easier to put Reggie out there instead of Tim, and it's the defense factor, like you said. Like Tim really struggles a lot on perimeter defense. And when you, when you go against another team, you know, if, if, if Ja was playing for Memphis on Saturday, then if Reggie was still starting, you know, Reggie could take that, you know, that matchup compared to, I don't know who, who else, like if Tim started tonight in place of Reggie Bullock, who's, I mean, I guess Dorian's going to take that, but you know, it, when Dwight, the thing you do lose when you take Tim off the floor in this lineup is outside of Luca, who's handling the ball at all. Yeah, because then it's Reggie, Dorian, Dwight, KP alongside Luca. You don't really have another ball handler out there. But but if you have Luca out there, you can kind of get away with just running everything through. And they got away with a couple times when, okay, who else is going to handle the ball? The Pelicans came up and trapped Luca. The Mavericks have figured out this, you know, the trapping Luca situation where, all right, throw someone in the middle of the floor. And then that person is the decision maker to kick out. You don't take any dribbles. Don't do anything. Right. And just literally turn around and hit somebody. Luke is like literally perfect at passing out of the trap, though. It's like when when a team brings that secondary guy to trap him, it Luca is so brilliant that he's reading that he's reading the the shifts and everything in the coverage where he's going to hit the guy. So that's just the brilliance of Luca. 
Absolutely. So th that's how they got it done. That's the starting lineup change. Will it stick? It'll be interesting to, to see. The Mavericks, the next couple of games, they have the uh, the Pelicans again on Friday at home. Then the Grizzlies at home. I, I don't think John Morant's going to be available for that game, but the Grizzlies are still actually playing well without him. But that one is, uh, that's going to be interesting. I think they can get away with this lineup against both those teams. They just did it against the Pelicans. They're going to try, maybe try it again. But we'll see. We'll see what Jason Kidd wants to do if he's still experimenting. The big one, Tuesday, yeah, against the Nets. That's a, that's one where you, you have to try and figure something out. Uh, and I would I would think they would go with this lineup again just for sh to sheer you know sake of you're playing Durant and Harden at the same at the same time. Yeah. But there's a lot of time to talk about that game. We'll, we'll preview that game. We'll have the post game and everything. We do post games for every single game. Did you guys know that? Even weekends we do all that. Coming up, let's get into the rest of this game. What else stood out to us? Everyone shot except for <laughs> except for Eugene Amarui and Ja'Cory McLaughlin. Everyone shot over 50%. So there's positives to be had all around. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet, to put down some money, to wager, to gamble, to put down money on sports. Ooh, Thursday game coming up tonight. If you're listening, watching this on Thursday, Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints. Cowboys, five-point favorite now. I'm pretty sure that went down because I think there are six point favorite the other day so if you're feeling the dallas cowboys put that on if you hate the dallas cowboys which i know there are a lot of people out there go ahead and bet against them you can make some money off of your sports hate nothing wrong with that <laughs> go ahead and try that and if you're going to use the promo code lockdown you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit you put down 100 bucks they'll give you 50 bucks to use and to spend all kinds of stuff on bet online they don't just have football they have basketball as well thursday bulls knicks interesting game it's a rematch of that really good game from a week ago or so Bulls, two-point favorite at the Knicks. That's, that doesn't seem like a big enough spread for them. But if you agree with me, go ahead and bet on the Bulls. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. We've been talking about the Mavericks versus the Pelicans game. Now let's go around, give the rest of our positives out to everybody. Uh, who else had a good game for you? I think it's the opposite. Who had a bad game? Oh, you want to <laughs> do that? You want to do that game? Well, I just don't. I mean, I feel like everybody pretty much played a, a decent game. I mean, Dwight was three for three in this game and was a plus 14. But I mean, I, I just like there's so many things across the board. I think I if mean, I had I think if I had like 15 guesses, I don't think Dwight Powell was the first name you were going to say in this segment. I don't think I was trying to just use an example of a guy <laughs> that has normally been in the target uh, for <laughs> a lot of criticism that. Like he didn't play that bad of a game, Reggie. We talked about Reggie a lot, but I mean, I think Jalen Brunson is the guy. I mean, especially in the first half, he's back. He's back, baby. Yeah, I mean that first game, you know, against the the Cavs on Monday. That was his first game back from the injury, trying to probably get back in the groove. He looked back in it tonight. I mean, I, th I think he had ten points uh, in the first quarter tonight oh alongside Luca. Uh, he just, I mean, yeah, he went seven. three. Of he was three of three and hit a three. Uh, okay, so seven points in the first quarter. So. Yeah, I mean, he finished the game with 17 points. He's three or four from three tonight, seven and nine from banked the field. One of those, he banked one of those suckers <laughs> in that was just laughing afterwards. And I'm loving the new hair. I just want to throw that out there. I think that's helped his shot. It looks, it's not Alfred Payton status. But I, I was going to say, don't go through the Alfred Payton <laughs> conversation. Uh, we should also mention Brunson. So you said 17 points, three assists, just one turnover for Brunson too. Making yeah. it happen. Yeah, I mean, Tim, we've talked about Tim moving to the bench, but... You know, Tim was four or seven from from three tonight. One of those was just a, a bomb of a three. You know, he was asked about it after the game. We didn't talk about this a little bit ago. He was asked about it after the game. Um, 
you know, I, I think as a competitor and stuff, you can tell he's not in love with the idea of coming off the bench, but he's a professional on that. And it's really this this whole thing is really interesting for Tim because he re-signed, we think, with the knowledge that he was going to be a starter. I'm pretty sure that that's true. And there was re- reports that he was offered a really big deal by which team? New Orleans. That By the New Orleans Pelicans. And he gets benched against the New Orleans Pelicans, comes out and really wants to go off in this game. And you could tell that first three that he finally hit that just was super deep, you could tell he was really, really going for it. And... It's interesting that this was the team that he would do that against and come and come out like really <laughs> firing on all cylinders. But um, and you can imagine for if you're Tim, Tim, you're probably like, I mean, you know, you're not in love with the idea of coming off the bench. But if you're Tim, you're probably like, all right, I'm going to get benched against a really bad team in, you know, in, in New Orleans. And we're, they're probably going to well, we're probably going to beat New Orleans. But uh and then it, it might look like, okay, I was the reason that. So I can understand he could be a little frustrated. It's okay for him not to be in love with this deal. It doesn't mean that uh, with him coming off the bench, but he's a professional. He's like, dude, I've went through this before. It's part of it. And he's he's going to rock with it. Like he's an incredible teammate for all, you know, like everything we've ever heard or talked about anybody. They always speak so highly of him. Absolutely. His quote after the game I found interesting. Someone asked him about, you know, Jason Kidd said that he had talked to Tim Hardaway. He took it like a pro and he was a professional when he said he was going to move him to the bench. And this is what Tim had to say. He said, I take it with a grain of salt and move forward. We're all professionals. I think he just wanted to switch something up. It's nothing I can't handle. I've done this before. He took it on the chin. He did that. I found it interesting. He said, I think he just wanted to switch something up. Sort of like, I didn't do anything. He just wanted to, he just wanted to change anything. And I find that interesting. But as a, you know, that's a shooter's mentality right there, right? I'm going to Well, kid made that point too. Kid wanted to make, emphasize that point of he, I mean, he literally said in his post game, he's like, Tim didn't do anything wrong. He did the same thing with Dwight. This is the exact thing I was talking about yesterday. Yeah. But so he just, he, he, he wanted to switch something up and he did. And he did. Uh, and did it work? I guess. <laughs> I what about guess Boban? Oh, let's go. Boban. Boban is back. The the Boban fade one handed like fadeaway, just shot with it. I, I love is, it. It needs its own name. It needs like the the Bobby the Bobby like the Bobby push. Or, I don't know something. It needs it needs some kind of name. I don't know. It just looks like he's holding a softball, and, <laughs> and then he's just like tossed it in, and I love it. I get so hyped. Like what was what's that game at the fair where you have to throw the ball into the basket? Is it just like basket uh, basketball? Toss? <laughs> no, like the actual peach basket look at thing. It's like on an angle. Oh, that's what yeah. It, that's what it looks like when Bobby is throwing the ball. Like the Bobon basket toss. We need to call it something like that. And Valanchunas, like against most players in a league, he's like looks this huge. big dude. You know, he's huge. And, he, you know, Bobon just it's like, hey, I'm going to do what I want. Eight points for Boban, four or five from the field, on all all of them on those po- those push shots. What about the Moses dunk and scream? Oh, he needed that. That was cathartic for him. I got low key height for that. Josh Green, rebound, transition, pull up, two point shot in the lane. I got hyped for him. I got a text tonight that said, uh, "Coach, how would you feel about fans calling Josh Green the operator because it's good when he puts up a four one one?" Someone called you coach. No, this was, they were like joking around that you were the coach. <laughs> no, that that somebody would ask Jason Kidd that. Oh, that someone would ask Kidd that. <laughs> I thought it was a good, good comment, but the uh, operator. Um, I don't really have anything else about this game. <laughs> <laughs> You're running out. 
I just Every, everybody everybody played well. Luka Doncic yeah. set the tone. The Mavericks hit the threes. It, everything works when the Mavericks hit their. Oh, last thing I want I want to say here: the Dallas Mavericks, according to Cleaning the Glass, had an offensive rating of 146. Now, uh, the offensive rating that Cleaning the Glass does is a little different than Basketball Reference, so this may be a little different. But 146.3 offensive rating. They only took nine free throws. If you want to know how dominant oh. of a shooting performance this Mavericks team had. They only took nine free throws, had an offensive rating 143. According to basketball reference, this season, the highest offensive rating a team has had while taking less than 10 free throws is the Memphis Grizzlies against the, the Clippers a couple weeks ago. 124. <laughs> the Mavericks offensive rating is 146. Insane. This is an insane shooting performance that we haven't seen so far this season from anybody while not going to the free throw line at all. Because usually those points count for your your offensive rating. It, it boosts it, right? You get basically free, you know, free points without the possession and all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you don't have free throws, you had to shoot the ball really dang well to have an offensive rating that high. Yeah. Can I give some shout outs? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So we tweeted out this morning uh, as we started getting some tweets coming in from people uh, sharing their screenshots from their Spotify rap and how Lockdown Mavs was their uh, top podcast. I just want to give some shout-outs right now. Shout-out to John Gonzalez. Shout-out Ryland Styles, Eric Miller. 4,800 minutes for Eric Miller on that. Shout-out to you. We already shouted out Tubby. Gosh, 12,000 minutes. I don't even know. But <laughs> Carly. Carly, 99 episodes this year for Carly. Yeah. Shout-out to you. Thank you so much. Uh, Mavs let's, let's just do the names. You don't have to do the minutes unless it's over like 10,000. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, Mavs McGee, Alex Boyle, shout out. Um, shout out to Jordan Ennis, um, maybe Brew Crew 21. Let's do it. MFL Indonesia, shout out to you guys. Spike Shot, Josh Brannon. I'm going to keep going on this. Uh, Jesse, uh, Jesse Larson, I'm going to say that. Because she has her Twitter handle backwards on that. But Nettie Ned, Neto. Okay, let's go. I'm horrible at pronouncing some of these, but some of these are in different languages, so I'm really trying hard, Rip. Uh, Nicholas Erlichman, mm. shout out to you. Jonathan Bromps, some of you have already turned off the podcast by now, but it's okay. <laughs> this is why we put it at the end and not the beginning. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Thomas Ray. Nick wouldn't let me do this at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, T-A underscore True. M-F-F-L. You don't even have a name. It's just T on T. Twitter. Spencer Edwards. We literally could go all day on this. Jacob Nelson. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to Rishav R. I don't even know if I did that right. Shout out to Matthew. Matthew's an OG listener. Shout out to James Gonzalez. Um, Steven Russell. Nick is wanting to cut this off by now. Uh, shout out to at Positive Legs. Can't have the negative legs. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Rakta Carta. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, shout out to Thomas Genta. Um, shout out to Man on the Street. Let's go, Daniel Carrasco. Shout out to you. Shout out to Wade Ledbetter. <laughs> shout out to Haley. 
I think Haley. Okay, shout out to everybody who responded to Haley's tweet asking for Mavs podcast. Oh, and yeah. so many replies about Lockdown Mavs. That's always my favorite. Someone goes, "Hey, do you guys know any Mavs podcasts?" And there's a million people that say Lockdown Mavs. It's my favorite. I love yes, that. it's amazing. The Raccoon Squad coming out strong. Shout what do you think was more annoying in that segment? You just reading names or me hitting the ding every single time? Well, you know what's not annoying? You interrupting this list because I'm still going. <laughs> You're not annoying. No. Shout out to all things Mavs. Shout oh, out to Jimmy Mario. Shout out to Jolly Span Mavs Man. Uh, shout out to Bates, my oh, man Bates. Bates. Shout out to Hunter Coleman. Yeah. Shout out to Osaka Mommy. Naomi? No, don't wow. know. Uh, shout out to JB13PR. Shout out to Mastin of Puppets. Uh, I'm probably. <laughs> Mastin of Pub- Master of Puppets? I don't know. Shout out to uh, Lucas72188348. <sighs> shout out to Zach. Shout out to <laughs> GNBRKR. Shout out to Seth on Sports Just 30 Podcast. Shout out to Aaron Wilson. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, how many you got? Let's keep. Let's do it. That, we might no, well. no, that, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, um, there you go. That's it for the lockdown Mavs Twitter. I know some some of you guys tweeted at just myself or just Nick or just those us are just too. the ones at lockdown Mavs. Those are just at lockdown Mavs. So there's some other ones in some DMs and stuff. I'm sorry if I didn't get to you, but thank you. Thank you guys for listening to the show. I'm sure we'll do a lot more of those, but thank you to everybody that's listening to Lockdown Maps. Subscribe no one's to listening the, by now. Nah, everyone's gone by now. Appreciate anybody. Anybody that's still listening to this, 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 you're a real one. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. We'll be back tomorrow with more about this Mavericks team. What threes mean for this Mavericks team? Now make your second listen. Lockdown Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He'll host the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. The Aussie killing it over there. It's free and available on all platforms. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out.